Welcome to the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. Wherever you are today, if you're starting with nothing or are well on your way to the success you desire with the right people, processes, and promotions in place, you will be unstoppable. And now, I'd like to introduce your host, Mike Stromso. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. And I am pumped and excited to have with me Somebody who, if you ask me who's been a key partner, who's been a key person by your side through all of your growth and evolution, this man that we have on the podcast today has absolutely been a top five uh, partner of mine through business evolution. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. James Lasko of Mythos Technology. Hey, James. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome, man. Um, you know, one of my stories, I tell many stories about you and I keep it all good. Don't worry about that. But anyway, because there's nothing else, right? Right. <laughs> but anyway, um, thinking back to uh, the days when we grew the agency, we closed offices, we combined systems, et cetera, et cetera. You know, back to last century, uh, we've done business that long, uh, multiple decades we've been doing business and trusting you with everything technology wise. And that's, well, I wanted to bring on the podcast to share that depth of knowledge and experience with everybody out there in the tech world. Last time I checked, people are using computers daily, right? Most most people, yeah. <laughs> daily and what, 24-7, right? Yeah, really, and from everywhere. Uh, it's no longer just in the office, no longer just uh, you know eight hours a day. It's something that we're pretty much always connected, um, whether it's servicing a customer, um, keeping the books going, working with employees, doing crisis management, whatever. It's, uh, it's kind of kind of an everyday, all day kind of a thing. Yeah. And, and crisis is the word that I'm going to compound in just a second. But you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, and not only that, it's mobile. I mean, yeah. you know, these mobile devices that everybody has uh, in their hand, 60, 70 percent of transactions are mobily. So yeah. uh, that can be just as dangerous if you don't have the right uh, per, cyber protection partners and IT partners standing by your side, it could devastate somebody in a heartbeat. Is that accurate? Oh, 100%. And it's it's not only just the mobile devices, but it's the, the mobile networks. It's the Wi-Fi at Starbucks, Wi-Fi at airports, um, the guy that you're stealing from sitting next to you, you know, while you're, while you're getting your lunch. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, you're always connected. And when you're connected to all these different things, those are all places that need to be protected, watched, taken care of, and, and making sure that you're protecting your business infrastructure and your customers' information. Yeah, yeah. Super, super important. I mean, we're responsible. I mean, yeah. we're responsible, like you said, for our customers' information. I mean, that's top of responsibility. So, you yeah. know, going, going back to last century, you know, we were combining, we closed an office, combined an office, finally grew to the point where I had enough money to invest in a respectable infrastructure computer system. And uh, I was dealing with this other guy, not James. I knew about James uh, from one of our, our kids who went to school, James. And, you know, I asked one of our kids uh, about James and they said, oh, he's this quiet guy, but super, super smart. And I said, well, do you respect the guy? He goes, oh yeah, without question. I said, all right. So I'm dealing with this other guy named Ray. And, you know, I'm getting ready to invest a bunch of money in a computer system. And, and I'm asking Ray all these questions. And he goes, well, I got to make a phone call. I'll get back to you in a day or two. Well, a couple of days later, Ray, what's going on? Nothing. So, you know, keep in mind that Ray was about a third of the investment cost and per hour. And I was getting frustrated and all the chips are going to be on the line. And I said, you know what? I'm going to contact James because James and I had done business together, but I haven't, 
I hadn't fully jumped in with both feet with James and his company at that point. And uh, I said, you know, what's the investment with you, James? And you gave me an hourly rate. It was about three times what I was used to paying or investing, I should say. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to trust this. I'm going to go with James 100%. And since that day, I haven't looked back. And every time that I have decided to invest in James and his company at the higher level, we have gotten better, more efficient, and most importantly, more profitable. So James, thank you for supporting our, our massive profitability over the years. Grateful for you. Thank you. Yeah, we, we appreciate being a, a part of the secret sauce and been able to lend our expertise and our experience and our our knowledge of both your industry and then all the other vertical industries that we're associated with. It, it's really, uh, it, it's advantageous for us to be able to provide a solution in the insurance vertical that has flavors of all the other verticals that we work with because we see things through our customer's perspectives, from our other vendors' perspective, different uh, line of business software and the way they do stuff. And we can really craft a solution for our insurance agency customers that um, I like to think is really better than anything else out there because it's such a robust and blended solution that, that we've really spent a lot of time and effort, um, a lot of noggin resources to, to really produce the best of breed solution to keep our people taken care of and, and make them efficient. And uh, at the end of the day, efficiency is money. So time is, yeah, well, you know, I, I, I've got a new thing that from my own personal development training last year, I learned that there's no such thing as time management, Yeah. but it's the choices that we make as to what we do with our time. Yep. And you help us make sure that that is the most efficient and profitable use of our time. So what I've also observed in your growth as a company, you now deal with uh, lots of independent insurance agencies, uh, you know, tens, tens of agencies over five different states uh, in our industry. You are the, and what I've learned in my, in my study about you getting ready for this podcast to share information at the highest level is you are the independent IT company of the independent insurance agency industry. Yeah. So I, you I, give I, people I, options, I, right? Yeah. And uh, we compete with firms that are 50 times our size. Um, uh, and we compete well, I think. Um, we're able to be nimble. We're able to be agile. We're able to provide that high level solution, the protection and all the, the best of breed stuff. Um, but you know, it's not a transactional type of experience. We're uh, all of our customers we're engaged with on a monthly basis. We're talking to them. What are you doing? Where are you going? What are you doing from a business perspective? What do you, uh, what do you think about roadmap for the next 12, 24, 36 months? Um, and then we're bringing technology solutions, ideas, and just general insight to our customers and having a real business discussion as kind of a, a trusted advisor to be more than just the IT guy. We really, we have a relationship that, um, that is very valuable to us. We, we really look at our customers' business as an extension of our own business. So as we help them make more money, be more efficient, do things better, be more secure, um, provide new functionality for their customers, um, it, 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 I, I feel that we're building our own business and, and we're being successful by helping our people. A hundred percent agree. And uh, that's one of the things I love about doing business with your company, your hands-on, your personalized and customized for a particular business and many others uh, that you do business with, I know. I was also studying this morning in my own personal uh, training and development. And you don't know that I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, because that's nothing's ever stopped me. You know, winners are those who have mastered 
the fundamentals and you have mastered the fundamentals of IT and then you build that customized product for the individual customer or agency in this particular aspect. So let's dig in uh, into the weeds a little bit about what that looks like. So you know, what types of issues or problems? And no, I don't know if in IT, if any issue or problems ever popped up, uh, let me check. Yeah, in the last 10 minutes, something popped up. But what kind of issues or problems does Mythos solve for the independent insurance agency business? Sure. So we basically are the technology department for any company. Um, everything from procurement of hardware, uh, integration of hardware, software, uh, line of business software like Hawksoft or um, any Raider systems. Um, we, we keep it all humming. We keep it all running as efficient as possible um, and as secure as possible. Cybersecurity in today's world is a real nasty, ugly thing. Um, the threat vectors that are the, the kind of the hottest things out there right now are mm -hmm. healthcare, insurance, banks. Um, so you guys as insurance agencies have a tremendous amount of personal information uh, of your customers. Uh, that stuff needs to be protected. It, uh, not only from a, a, a breach perspective where that information is broadcast to the world or ransomed out there um, or just plain encrypted so you can't touch it anymore. All big things that are uh, centered around cybersecurity where you've got to have some type of a, of a posture in place to protect it. Uh, more and more, especially with some of the, the larger breaches of last year, the insurance companies, the carriers are actually, um, for lack of a better word, wisening up to the questionnaires and the things that they're asking uh, insured people for cyber insurance policies. They're asking, they're not only just saying, do you have antivirus? Do you back up your stuff? Do you have an IT guide? Do you have a, a written IT policy? They're saying, do you have a managed detection and response scheme? Do you have a uh, 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 a correlation engine that's that's taking network traffic and and user traffic and application traffic and correlating it and finding threat vectors. They're they're getting real complex. They're they're asking questions that we would normally see in like a banking type of a of a uh, environment, uh, and they're asking this of a five person, a two person, or a five hundred person company. They're all subject to these same rigorous requirements. And a lot of what we do is, is provide the solutions, the apparatus, the structure to protect you and to ensure that you're doing your due diligence and make sure that you're not lying on these, uh, these insurance questionnaires. Because at the, the, the point in time that you do have an issue, if you don't have all these things set up and you don't have the structure that you've told them you have, they're not gonna pay on a claim and you're gonna be kind of out of luck. Right. Yeah. Uh, agents are very familiar with that kind of environment uh, that you're yeah. just describing. So um, ultimately, at the end of the day, you give complete peace of mind uh, for any business, uh, including yeah. the independent insurance agency business. And it's important that a business, let's just go back to business period, a business have a platform that is protected, yeah. that has a complete fence around it. 24 7, 365. And one of the amazing things that I'll never, ever forget when I walked into your facility, uh, I, I went around the corner, I looked at the wall, and you guys have this massive wall of what TV screens, right? I don't, I don't, there were so many of them I couldn't count, but that helps you monitor your customers' platforms 24 7, right? It gives us visibility. You know, it's, uh, it does a lot of things, um, network operations, security stuff. Um, we're plugged into a lot of federal agencies and public-private ventures where the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, they, they, they give us advanced information as things are coming down the pipe 
um, that the government knows about. And then we also work with lots of third-party vendors that uh, give us threat information and uh, threat vectors and stuff so that we can be ahead of the curve and really uh, get into kind of a more of a stance of threat hunting versus defending from a threat. So we're actively looking out there trying to find problems and stop them before having to come back in and clean up the mess after an attack. Yeah, I know over the multiple decades that we've done business, uh, there's been multiple times when you guys have pinged us and said, hey, are you aware of this? Are you aware of this? And we're like, no, what's going on? But because you've got this wall of uh, information coming yeah. at you federally uh, and otherwise, what a great place and a place of security uh, to be part of. So that is fantastic. So uh, any other, what, what's, I mean, MFA right now, right? Sure. I mean, F- sure. MFA is an issue, but what other issues or potentially dangers are sitting out there in the weeds that businesses need to be thinking about, period, when it com- talks about, uh, you know, IT security and the such in today's marketplace? Sure. So MFA or multi-factor authentication, sometimes also called 2FA, two-factor authentication, um, is a big thing. Um, it's actually become a requirement now for, I think, in every every 50, all 50 states, um, basically for consumer protection of uh, consumer information protection type of laws, especially in California. Um, and one neat thing that's that's kind of kind of fun is you don't have to be in California to be subject to it. If you have a single customer in California, um, you're subject to those California consumer protection information and consumer information protection laws. Um, same thing with New York, Louisiana, Oregon, Washington are, are following suit. Um, so two-factor authentication or multi-factor authentication is required because usernames and passwords are, they're, they're kind of getting archaic. Um, we watch hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of disclosures of usernames and passwords through some of our backend systems where people are getting key logged, they're getting um, you know, all kinds of fun malware installed on their computer where people are just watching what's going on, key, keystroke logging, and then selling that information out to the world. The multi-factor authentication, basically you have a phone with an application on it, you've got your username and password. When you log in, username, password, and then uh, a passcode from your phone, which really kind of proves, yes, I'm really me, my username, password, and then the trust comes from the multi-factor authentication. But uh, one of the biggest things I think that is going to be the, the, the heart and soul of cybersecurity moving forward is taking a posture that goes from being providing protection in a defensive posture to getting more into an aggressive threat hunting type of posture where we're actively looking for stuff. We're looking not just for a breach or we're looking not just for malware, but we're looking for the unlocked doors. We're looking for the, the windows that are open. We're looking for the cracks in the wall or in the fence that are just kind of there by default, um, making sure that we're working with end users, employees to give them basic cybersecurity training. It's, it's amazing how many threats and how many attacks come from just somebody not knowing, clicking on something that they shouldn't be clicking on, um, not understanding why something looks the way it does. That's from Microsoft 365, right? I, this is an Office 365 email. I'm sure that it looks like it looks perfect at the logo. No, that's a, that's a phishing campaign. Um, so we need to teach them how the stuff works and then we need to put the protections in around them to kind of uh, guardrail them from getting off the road of, of, of good cyber stuff. Um, but, you know, phishing, HR fraud, wire fraud, uh, getting your data encrypted, loss of access to your systems, all very, very, very aggressively being attacked right now. Um, 
we, I, I can tell you right now from all of our customers across our entire base, we've gone five years without a single um, breach with any of our customers. Uh, five years ago, we had a customer that flat out told us to pound sand on the security offerings that we, we told them that they needed. And not two weeks later, they got nailed with a, a crypto virus. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a construction company, probably a shoot $60 million construction company that did not have access to the to their data for about three weeks. And we right. get, get it all fixed for them. But they, they immediately signed up for our, our cybersecurity stuff at that point. But uh, we're, we're, we're blessed to be in a place where the solutions that we've actually been implementing for our, our customers and for um, our, especially the insurance agencies, it's been a hundred percent effective. And that's, that's a, that's a good feeling to have. It's not only a good feeling to have, it's great peace of mind. And, and ultimately yeah. at the end of the day, that's one of the things that the independent insurance agency channel provides is peace of mind for people. Now, what, what about size of business period, whether it be insurance agency or otherwise small businesses, can they be affected at, at the same level that a large business can? I mean, I think it's, I think it's even worse, honestly, because um, if you look at some of these big breaches, the, the pipeline last year um, in the, in the Southeast, they paid millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to uninfect their network and unencrypt their stuff and, and get out from the jam. Um, I, I, I don't think that they're going to have any problems making money tomorrow because they make a lot of money now. So um, it was a hit for them, but it was a blip in the radar of their operating stuff. Um, you get a small to medium business that they lose a day, they lose a week, they lose two weeks worth of ability to earn income, uh, provide customer service, provide data uh, to do their job or do their business. I think it's, a, I mean, it'll kill you. Um, I think the small to medium businesses are more susceptible to those blips. Um, they, they're much bigger blips, I think, for the small to medium business. Um, and the cyber hackers that are out there know this. So small to medium businesses tend to not spend money or have protection mechanisms in place like the big boys. Big boys have teams and teams of security guys that are kicking the tires and doing stuff and auditing the heck out of their networks, hopefully, um, to protect themselves. Uh, small to medium business guys tend not to, unless you're a Mythos customer, um, but that makes, it, that makes you an easy target. So you know, if, if you're gonna go rob a bank, do you rob Fort Knox or do you go Hit the local community bank. It's, it's probably going to be a little easier to take take a take a take a hit over there. Um, so I, I think the small and medium businesses is actually where we enjoy working the most because the the return on the process and the systems and things that we can implement have such a a huge effect. I think for them and in the, in the bottom line. Fantastic. So before we jump into another question for you, real quick. You know, your geographics, demographics, and psychographics, and because you are a well-oiled machine of a business and know exactly who you can help the best and who you do help the best, you operate in the lower 48 United States. You have 1.5 million in, in revenue. Uh, the business is independent um, on technology performance, and you work with decision makers. Uh, that's your target uh, business, if you will, but you can help larger and smaller as well. Definitely. And the, the people that have a high need uh, for level of security, willing to use all of your services, because that way you can keep everything in house and in front of you exactly. uh, and people who are open to change and willing to be coached on the advances that are happening 
uh, within the IT environment uh, are your best customers and the people that you can help the best. Is that correct? And is there anything you'd like to add to that? 100% correct. And and that's the, from a geographic perspective, we have customers now everywhere. Um, I, I, we've, we run 24 um, seven. We're, we're based here in California. Um, all of our people are employees. We're not outsourcing solutions to the nether regions of the world. Um, <laughs> we, we, we understand it's, it's important and it's important to kind of own that, that whole process. Um, but in, in, in the insurance industry, we've got, I think, five states that we're, that we're currently have agencies in uh, looking to grow that. But um, across the board with our other industries, we are able to support people everywhere. Um, I've talked to a lot of agencies that were kind of, they, they always say, I have a guy or I got, I got somebody that does my IT. And that's actually been an interesting concept for me to try and twist because granted, I'm, I'm James from Mythos. Mythos is me, I'm Mythos. But I've got a tremendous team standing next to me, behind me and around me that really um, makes the Mythos process function. And um, one, of our, one of our core values is we're the Mythos crew. We get it, do you? And that's, that's kind of a mindset where um, you know, we, we get it, we get what, what works, we get our customers, we get why our customers are doing what they're doing, and we all have an intense desire to make that happen and make it happen securely and safely. Um, we, we do choose customers. Um, there are some customers that we've, that we've interviewed with and said, hey, you know what, You're great guy, great company, love you, but we're not going to be a fit um, because sometimes... They, they, they don't want to be coached. They, they, they want the cheapest solution. They don't care about the results. They don't really see the efficiency thing. They're just bang out a buck however they are and, and, and it just doesn't feel right. And you know, as, as much as I'd love to make money like the next guy, I, I feel it really comes down to an interview going both ways. We both got to be able to work well together. And we found um, over the last couple of decades, those are the, pe- the, the people that, that we can gel with and that, that we can learn together with from a an efficiency perspective where we bring something to the table, they bring something to the table and, and it, it's a co-op thing. Um, it's definitely what we're looking for. Um, some, some businesses, we've got some two person businesses and we got some 300 person businesses and the, the, there's a common denominator between both of those businesses in that they, they've, they've got a decision maker or a business owner that's willing to be coached. They're willing to bring us in and listen to our advice and implement based on the fact that we're the subject matter experts. Um, and there's a level of respect. Um, and, and we've, we've kind of figured out what that secret sauce of the ideal customer is. And I think we're, we're, we're getting there and we're, we're, we're looking for a lot more people out there that, uh, that kind of, work that way and going through a lot of events like the UPP event, I met a lot of your, your attendees and, and I saw so much potential in what we could do with them because they're just smart business people that uh, really want to want to build something great. And we'd love to be a part of making that happen. So a lot of people that I speak with uh, within the industry and beyond uh, talk about the cost of investment for uh, IT services, yep. for cybersecurity. Uh, for people who might be listening or watching this podcast, who are out there trying to help customers with a cyber insurance policy, why is the cost of, of this, whether it be IT services for your own business sure. or even a cyber insurance policy, uh, which I know our cyber products uh, continue to escalate as far as premium is concerned, uh, and explain to us why. What's going on out there? 
Why is that cost continuing to nudge just a little bit? But on the other hand, why is it beneficial to have a preeminent uh, cybersecurity and IT partner by your side? I know that was a lot to lob on you, but go ahead. Sure. So um, I, I really think it comes down to um, one simple thing. Cyber claims are happening a lot more than they ever have before. Um, previously, the carriers kind of threw cyber policies on as kind of a, a gravy offering for them. Um, you know, a, a rider here or a little policy there that cost a few bucks um, and they never had to pay out on it. So it wasn't really a big deal. Um, they made a lot of money on it and swirled it away. And then the last couple of years happened and cyber, cyber attacks, um, it's not just some guy, you know, black hat guy living in the basement of his parents' house somewhere in the middle of nowhere. There are actually criminal organizations that are monetizing cybersecurity hacks. Um, they're, they're selling the information, they're selling toolkits, they're selling uh, uh, wow. kind of hacking as a service and are attacking the living snot out of everything and anything that moves. So these insurance companies now are having to pay out where they never had to pay out before. So they're, they're getting losses. So they're putting protection mechanisms in place. These questionnaires are getting more draconian. They're actually asking real questions that, that we would expect to see in the security world. And from our experience in the last six months, um, every, I'd say 90% of the agencies that we've talked to do not have the base requirements to actually fill out a questionnaire and have a policy written because they, they just don't have the stuff to make it work. Um, and there's a lot of things that are involved in a cybersecurity program. Um, it's not just software, it's not just agents, it's not just scanning, it's not just uh, log or managed detection response. There's the training aspect, there's um, 24 seven network operation centers, there's all kinds of parts and pieces that really come together as, as a whole solution to make that cybersecurity policy um, or program. Um, there's written documentation. And then when all that stuff is implemented and put in place, it's gotta be watched, it's gotta be audited, and then it's gotta be proven so that in the event that you do have a loss or have any type of, of an event, you've got the documentation showing that you've done your due diligence, you put the stuff in place, you were a good business person, you had your IT insurance for, uh, for your business. And granted in the last five years, we've never had to exercise using that information because we haven't had anybody taking a loss, but in the event that it happens, they've got everything that they need. Um, that's kind of, it's, it's, it's not cheap to do. We've got, uh, like I said, we're all, we're all domestic people. We're all here in California. We're all employees. Uh, they all make money. They all have benefits and all that fun stuff. My IT insurance is going up every year too. So there is, there's cost. Um, but, like we've talked about before, Mike, with insurance policies for our business and for my personal life, um, what's the cost if you don't have that coverage? So um, at the end of the day, we're in this business to make money, but we're also in, the, in this business to make money together and to help you make money and help you be efficient so that the, the, the end of our relationship is one of us dies. You know, I mean, it's, it's, that, that's the type of relationship that we're looking for and, and, and really are blessed to have with all of our customers. Yeah. And you guys do a preeminent job in that. Thank you. So agents out there who are thinking about maybe starting a new niche within business insurance, commercial insurance, uh, who might be thinking about cyber insurance as a possible avenue to get in the door, how can they best position cyber insurance policies 
uh, for prospects and clients out there? I mean, what are the things that they should be should be part of their conversational language with prospects sure. in that realm? Sure. A lot of it comes down to what, what, what is your cyber plan? What do you have documented? Um, how do you deal with cyber? You know, this general probing questions. But one thing that we've actually been, been trying and been pretty successful with is partnering with our, our agency customers and saying, hey, if you're selling cyber insurance, bring me along. Let me, let me help you sell this stuff. Let me... Uh, if for no, no, nothing better, let me scare your people and let them know what they don't know. Um, right. Because it, it, there's, it's, a, it's a nasty world. And a lot of people, they hear about cyber hacks, they hear about um, all this nasty stuff going on, but it's always a, that's not going to happen to me. I'm just a small business. Um, and the reality is it's the exact opposite. You're a small business. You probably don't have that protection. So as a hacker, I'm going to go after the, the low hanging fruit. I'm not going to go attack Apple or IBM. I'm going to go attack ABC insurance agency because it's going to be easier. Um, but one of the other things that we've been been playing with is working with our agencies and then the carriers to see about getting uh, premium reductions on their policies because they are working with Mythos or uh, some other cybersecurity firm that we can audit with them to show that they are doing their due diligence so that their potential for loss is much less than somebody who's not taking care of business and doing their due diligence. So there's a lot of, lot of really fun cooperative things that we we're excited about because it's, I think it's creative and it's, it's, it's a win-win-win for all of us, uh, Mythos, our agencies, and their customers. It's proactive, not reactive. And we're teaching the industry how to manage risk mm-hmm. to somebody who's supposed to be expert at managing risk. Yeah. And that's, and just with the cybersecurity side, again, going from that defensive uh, posture to uh, an active threat hunting posture where we're, we're looking for that stuff. We're not just waiting for the fire to start. We're actively going out there with, with our shovels and, you know, getting that, getting to work. Fantastic. Well, thank you for doing that. Hey, uh, this is fantastic information, and uh, I'm going to ask you in just a couple of minutes, uh, anybody that might have heard something that they want to know more about how they can reach out to you. But uh, before we get to that point, uh, I want to circle back and finish the story that I didn't finish in the beginning. So, you know, I, I made the decision to partner with James's company way back when and brought James in and we put in, installed the new computer system over a weekend. And I got on the phone with my agency management system at the time and I said, hey, uh, we flipped on the switch. Everything seemed to work. Tell me about your experience with this IT company uh, over the last few days. What do you think? And they said, and this is where I want to close the circle back to crisis for just a minute. They said, I don't know where you found him, but don't lose him. And that was all I needed to know. And I will say that, you know, as far as, uh, Mythos, and and whether it's Mythos or any IT company that you're using, this is where they need to be operating from. Because all we want to do is protect your business. That's why we're here today, to help you better protect your business, to make sure that your platforms and your customers are protected. And ultimately, at the end of the day, when it's been at its worst, when that crisis has been at its height, uh, I know that James and his team has always been there for us. 24-7, 365, and of course, it happens in the evening and on the weekends, but always been there, and that's what we want for all of you. We want you to be partnered with an IT firm or an IT solution, whether it be computers, phones, or all of it, and you can do all of it, right? 100%. Yeah, so we want you to be partnered with somebody who provides that kind of 
preeminent protection and supports you in helping your business and commercial insurance customers with cyber insurance protection. That's the kind of resource uh, that we want to be for everybody out there. James, great stuff. Anything else you'd like to add as we begin to wrap today? Um, as, as the world is going more cloud-based, you know, cloud cloud is that, that cool buzzword, um, Office 365, Google, uh, Oracle, you know, Amazon Web Services, what have you. Um, a lot of a lot of our infrastructures now kind of leaving the office and going out into the cloud out there somewhere in the middle of middle of cloud. Um, one of the one of the misconceptions that we've run into a lot is that uh, Microsoft or Google or whoever is is you know a mega corporation. They're going to protect your data and they're going to provide all the security and everything that you need to stay safe. And one thing that's kind of scary is. Those, those places like Office 365 or Google Mail, they don't actually back up your data. Um, they don't put anything in place to protect mm. you or have any perimeter or have any security apparatus outside of maybe a, a spam filter or stuff to protect their assets. So one of the one of the, the, the tenants of, of the cybersecurity and IT programs that we put out there is not only protecting you, protecting you from loss, but also having backups that give you point in time backups in infrastructure like 365. Um, gone are the days of tape backups and external hard drives and things like that that you could plug in and take home with you. Um, a lot of that data now doesn't even exist within your four walls. So um, being able to incorporate a lot of what we do from the, the disaster preparedness and the the, uh, the backup stuff and the, the protection and the the all the network kind of wrap it all in a ball and protect it all the same way. Um, we've really worked hard in the last few years to make make it seamless. So whether you've got a server in the office or you're completely cloud-based, you're mobile, you're working from home, what have you, we, we've really got a solution, especially in, in the, as the pandemic has taught us, we need to be agile and, and change um, and adapt. We, I think we've been working very hard and very successful in, in kind of wrapping that whole thing, that whole solution into one, one big ball and been able to take care of every single type of, of, a, of an environment that we've run across. Yeah, I'm here to tell you that's true. I remember when this pandemic thing started uh, way back when, um, I was out of town. I was traveling, helping agents uh, in another uh, city, uh, in another part of the state. And we're like, what, what do you mean? We have to send everybody home. And I'm talking to some of my key people and they said, yeah, we need to send everybody home. I said, what are we going to do? And they said, well, we have a plan. The good news is our IT infrastructure and phone systems are super agile. We've already made the phone call. We will have everybody at home tomorrow morning with their phones, with their computers operating. Okay. And because of our partnership with James and his team, uh, it was true. The next morning, I wasn't even there. They picked the whole company up, moved it, set it down at people's homes, and they continued operating, serving our customers, protecting our customers, answering questions. So it does work, and it, it's a wonderful a great place to be. And I know that unfortunately there's been multiple times that I've been trying to jam and late at night or in the early morning or even on the weekends, just trying to get stuff done, jam and jam and jam and not wholly paying attention. I'll hit delete and I'll see, oh my God, where are you? All the information is disappearing before my eyes before I can stop it. And then I, I call in a crisis situation and because the backup was there, the information was reinstalled. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So anyway, so thank you for that. Uh, that's uh, doesn't it take cyber. 
It doesn't take cyber criminals to destroy your data every time. <laughs> wait, hey, wait a minute. You mean the only person stands between you and success is you? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I know. I, I have those moments. We all do. So, James, thank you so much. So, if anybody's heard anything and they want to ask more questions, they want to learn more about you know the current IT and phone operating environment and how it can best work from an efficiency standpoint for their business, how can they reach out to you? How can they contact you? Sure. So our website uh, is mythostech.com. So M-Y-T-H-O-S-T-E-C-H.com. Uh, feel free to jump over there and take a look around. Um, if you'd like to send us an email, uh, info at mythostech.com um, or call the office. It's uh, 951-813-2672. And we'd be more than happy to talk to you and see uh, kind of what the lay of the land is with you and what we can do to assist you and help build things together. Fantastic. So uh, just let them know that they need to speak with James about their independent insurance agency IT platform or business platform, period, because you can help multiple types of industries out there. So fantastic. Cool stuff, James. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for protecting us for decades. And and we look forward to continuing to uh, have such great peace of mind in your protection. And uh, just really get yourself up to speed. If you're helping business customers out there, you need to make sure you have a clear understanding uh, of what the risks are for your business insurance customers out there, because if they can't bring in business, they can't pay you the premiums. And that's another whole nother issue in itself, right? 100%. Yeah, fantastic. All right. Hey, if this is your first time on the podcast, welcome. My name is Mike Stromso. I'm widely recognized as the leading author, speaker, and coach for the independent insurance agency industry. You can find me at Unstoppable Profit Producer. Com. If you're interested in attending a virtual or a live event to grow your business, to create wealth, so you too can have more freedom to live life on your own terms, our virtual event platform is uppfaststart.com. And if you'd like to join one of our live events, just go to beunstoppablebootcamp.com. Both events are designed to share with you some of our best money-making strategies developed over 36 years of research in your industry to help you grow your business create wealth so you too can have more freedom to live life on your own terms. And if this is your first time here or you haven't yet, please make sure that you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss one episode. Just go to unstoppableprofitpodcast.com and you can also find us on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and on our YouTube channel. Thank you for joining us today. James, thank you for being with us. Great information. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you very much. You as well. All right. Until next time, everybody, get out there, make a difference, be unstoppable, and leave no regrets. We will see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening. If you would like to listen to more episodes or share this podcast with someone you care about, please visit www.unstoppableprofitpodcast.com. Now go out and make a difference, be unstoppable, and leave no regrets.